Welcome to 7 at 7, your daily dive into the Word of God. I'm Pastor Ryan, and this is Pastor Matt. Hey. So, we're all eager to get back into the church building and be together once again, but here's four things about unity and community that you don't want to forget. chapter 4 starting in verse 25 the bible says this therefore having put away falsehood let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor for we are members one of another be angry and do not sin do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil let the thief no longer steal but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need so pastor ryan that's an easy passage, right? There's like four things there that we all need to do. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Number one, put away falsehoods. It's the first thing we need to remember when coming together as a community. Falsehoods, essentially, put away telling lies about people. Make sure that we're not telling lies. We're not um, bearing false witness against our brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, so we're members one of another. So we're we're parts of the same body, yep. so we shouldn't sin against one another. We shouldn't tell lies about one another. We shouldn't you know, make up stories about one another because ultimately that's just going to divide us. We're going to kill ourselves. So number two is to speak truth. How does that differ? Num- <laughs> uh, where are we? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> so number two is let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor. Um, so the difference between not telling falsehoods and speaking truth is the same between omission and commission, right? So you can not speak falsehoods, but are you still bearing one another's burdens? Are you still lifting one another up? Are you still yeah. encouraging one another? Are you speaking truth to one another? Are you enabling one another to do what God would have them do? Are you pushing one another towards discipleship, towards you know a right understanding of the word, towards community, towards those things? One of the things I just thought about was you know, when you talk about speaking truth, like you can not lie about somebody, not lie, but then are you being, like you said, commission, omission, like are you actively speaking the truth about who they are in Christ? And yeah. so I th- in community, I think that's where that finds place is, is are you speaking the truth about who people are in Christ when you see them? You may not be telling falsehoods about them. You may yeah. not be saying, oh, he's a this or that, but are you saying this is who God says this person is? Are you speaking the truth about what the word and what God says about individuals, if I didn't say that already. Yeah, you know, exhortation is something that we rarely see in the church, but it's so important. Like your your video a few days back on your personal page about judgment. Are you talking about at the Fountain Ministries? At the Fountain Ministries. Okay. Like and subscribe. No, (laughs) uh, but seriously, like judgment and exhortation and these words where we as Christians spur one another forward in truth those things are so important, and that leads directly to the next part of this passage, which says, be angry and do not sin. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, which is number three, reconciliation. Being quick to be reconciled to people when they have differences. Yeah, so when you speak truth in my life, guess what? Sometimes it hurts, right? Sometimes. Sometimes it makes me angry. I'm thinking, man, right? 
you know, Ryan's right about that, but that makes it, you know, why do I have to change? Why can't he change? Why can't, you know, the whole world revolve around me and we get a little bit selfish? But here in this passage, it says, don't let, don't even let the sun go down when you're upset. Yeah, I think there's, deal with it. I think there's like, because sometimes we, well, I'm going to give it some time. But I'm going to be honest with you, with you, right? Like when you give things time, sometimes it starts to brew bitterness in other people's hearts. I've had that happen, and I'm sure when I've delayed and asking for forgiveness, it's created bitterness in other people. And so the emphasis here is don't even let the sun go down hmm. while you're, you're angry with your brother and sister. And we didn't – this isn't like mapped out, but I'm going to – like what are some practical steps we can take to being reconciled to people when we have differences that feel uh, irreconcilable. What, what can we do? You know, I think that one of the th- most important things for me is communication. <laughs> you know, and I think that, you know, that's obvious for just about everybody. But it's hard It's hard to be super upset with somebody if you're actively talking to them. Yeah. You know, it's so easy. You know, one of the problems we have today is text messaging. I'll get a text message, and immediately my mind goes to, okay, why didn't he say this? Why did he only say this? Or why did she, you know, she just put this frowny emoji or whatever it is. Yeah. And you th- and you, your mind automatically goes to, well, she must be upset or he must be mad at me or yeah. these things where is if you continue that conversation 85% of the time, and that's 100% accurate, it's nothing. You know, it's it, there's no reason to be upset. So is, is there's some practical things that, I don't know, if you guys would like to see us just talk about, maybe just talk about some of the practical steps mm-hmm. in uh, reckon, being reconciled to your brother and sister in Christ, let us know. But here is time is of essence when it comes to being reconciled. Yeah. Number four, give no opportunity for the devil. And I think mm-hmm. that can almost go to the time issue. So, but it... I think it also lends itself to verse uh, 28, which says, uh, let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, being, uh, doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with everyone in need. I think there's, there's times where we open ourselves up for opportunities for the devil to enter in. Yeah. And uh, one of those, when we sit around and maybe talk needlessly about other people or like gossip is one of those opportunities that the enemy seizes. He seizes those opportunities to, mm. uh, especially if you gossip about leadership, right? Like, so if, if we're struggling with leadership decisions and we sit around and talk about, then you almost subvert that leader's ability to lead yeah. because not only for yourself, but then you're also other people who may be listening. Mm. And so... You know, the Bible says to let our speech be seasoned, you know, and, and just be prepared that non-believers may be listening. And I would hate for me to speak negatively about anyone and then have uh, other people hear that and then say, yeah, why would I listen to Pastor Matt? Like, yeah. Clearly, this is what you think. You know, so and that example could go, you know, for anyone in your life, even the police. You know, if, if we're slandering the police... And then wonder why our children don't respect the police, you know, or <laughs> the president, or Congress, or the government, anyone. It could go anywhere. So, yeah, I love how the beginning of this passage talks about almost like communication. You know how our communication between one another does need to be positive. You know, we need to, and if we have issues with one another, we need to work it out quickly. And then it kind of flips it and it says that basically idle hands are bad, right? Yeah, like. So not only should we make sure our communication is uplifting and builds unity and that we, 
that we um, seek hard after one another to build community. But at the same time, we need to be doing things to build that community as well. Right. You know, cheap talk is cheap type of a thing. Um, because it, if we're not doing anything, we're giving an opportunity to the devil right. to, you know, take over our minds, take over our hearts, take over our actions. So. so we're getting back together. Remember these four things about community, that we're not bearing false witness against one another. We're being proactive in speaking the truth about mm -hmm. what God says about this family, about your brother and sister in Christ. Uh, number three, um, to be quick to reconcile when someone's hurt you. Uh, you know, if you need another witness to bring another witness, do that. And the Bible says that. Number four, give no opportunity for the devil. So let's be busy in doing the good works that God, Jesus, prepared for us to do. Amen. Amen.